Welcome to the Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Priority Now is hosted by Carmen Halsey of the Illinois Baptist State Association. Hi, ladies. This is Carmen. Thanks for joining us this week for our Priority Now podcast. We're continuing on our hospitality series. And like many of you guys know, hospitality is not just serving cookies, but it's finding ways to build relationships, especially with strangers for the sake of sharing the gospel and just making them feel comfortable. And today I have one of our Illinois Baptist women with us, Miss Robin Long. Hi, Robin. Hi, Carmen. Thank you for joining us. Um, Robin's going to share a little bit of her story with us all because I think we're going to be able to, well, I know we're going to be able to share a resource, I believe, that could really um, be a tool for hospitality through your local churches in your communities, especially now um, with what we're seeing with COVID. So, so Robin, thank you. And, you know, um, and I appreciate that you're going to share some of your story with the ladies um, so that there's a why behind why there's a why behind the why we think this resource is relevant. So, Robin, tell the ladies a little bit about you and your story. Well, um, I have always been involved um, in church and have a, a great relationship with God. And my father's a, a former pastor. And, you know, I, I married in 1989 and we had two children and life was just going great. I served in the church wherever I possibly could, but on August 5th of 2018, my world was turned upside down. I got a phone call that my husband had passed out. He was on a men's retreat because I was on a mission trip, and I got a call that I needed to go to Champaign, that they were taking him by ambulance to the Carl um, Hospital there in uh, Champaign. And when I arrived, they, and I've been been used to this before, going to a hospital. When they say, let me take you into this room, I knew exactly what that meant. Mm-hmm. And I refused to let them take me in that room. And I said, you got to tell me now. Mm-hmm. And they told me that um, he had passed. And I did not make it in time. But I did get to see him because of the laws of the land. They had to do an autopsy. And we found out that he had had what was called a widowmaker. Um, And there was nothing that could have been done. And so that was just the beginning of having to reevaluate where God had me and where God wanted me to go. Thank you, Robin, for setting that story, because I know that that's a painful story. And ladies, if the ones of you guys that are joining us this week for the podcast, um, of course, I know Robin a lot better right now than I did on August 5th, 2018, but I had just been with Robin at CAC. I had stopped in just to kind of, you know, make a contact. She was our team leader, had been the team leader and just a dynamic team leader and just to interact with her a little bit. And I just remember how shocked I was, Robin, when I got word that your husband had passed because I, I, I had to convince myself it was the same woman that I had just, you know, that I had just had just met. So, so I'm sorry. And I appreciate that. Um, Robin, tell us just a little bit, and then I'm going to make the connection of us and where I want to take the podcast, you know, the the podcast today for the for our listeners. But tell us just a little bit about um, what you did first. You know, what were kind of your first steps? What were some, you know, how did people reach out? What were things you were reaching out for? You know, you and you and you being unique, like you told the doctors, I'm not going in there. Tell me now. You know, you're a pretty independent woman. You know, definitely a mission servant's heart, but an independent woman, and that's who's listening today. What what were some of those things you were looking for first when you found yourself in those shoes of being a widow? 
the first thing is I relieved, I leaned very heavily, first of all, on God, mm-hmm. but my family and my church family. My pastor is very attuned to the Holy Spirit. And I had called him on my way down there and said, you know, something has happened to my husband. I'm not sure what it is. It happened to be a Sunday night. It was about, I don't know, nine, 10 o'clock at night. He hopped in his car from Mantino, drove all the way to Champaign because God told him he needed to go. And so that was the start of just a beautiful relationship that I saw my pastor in a whole different light. It was very, very special. As as a Christian, we're supposed to witness, right? Mm-hmm. Both the people that were with my husband are two close families. They happened to be there. So the, their eyes were on me. They happened to be my five, you know, ones that I'm trying to reach for Christ. Sure. The pastor came down and we had prayer, scripture, and it was just, I felt God's presence. And even though I was numb, I, I guess that would be the best way to describe it is numb. I knew that God was going to take care of me. And then when I got back, my church has a grief share group. They were currently meeting at the time, but it wasn't something that I needed. But the two gentlemen that were with my husband when he passed, it shook them to the core because they got to witness it. And I told them about this group and they wanted to go because mm-hmm. they needed some help because it was a traumatic experience for them. And I wanted no part of it. But I knew as a believer that it was a way to reach them for Christ. So two weeks after my husband died, the three of us were in grief shared together. And that and was we, at your local church? That was at my local okay. church. And it was in the middle you know, because grief share runs like a 13 week course, but it's never too late to start and you can jump in at any time. And they finished out uh, the entire um, grief share with me. And of course, I have continued that process too, because I find that not only is it healing for me, but it also helps me to help others. Mm, Praise God. Praise God. Um, Well, Robin, obviously, that's where we want to go today. We want to introduce our audience to um, the resource of Grief Share if they're not familiar. And this is kind of where my connection with Robin comes a little bit. Um, Back um, in April 2019, just a few months after Robin, she was very fresh in the shoes. Um, I remember she showed up at um, my husband's visitation. Um, last week, Robin, I, I sc- was scrolling through Facebook and somebody had shared a C.S. Lewis quote and it said, friendship is born at the moment when one person says to another, what? You too? I thought I was the only one. And I thought that is so true because I found myself like it was like go deep quick. It was instant because I was I was ready to seek you out. But just, you know, just that gift of presence of being there a few steps ahead of me to say, I see you. And a lot of people was there saying, I see you. But I knew I knew you were in those shoes and. It was shortly after that, Robin, that you had reached out to me and showed me a little bit about Grief Share um, and a little bit of your hesitancy, but that you were in it. And um, and that that's kind of where my story starts, because, Robin, I echoed you. I wanted nothing to do with a support group, although I was building my own. Um, as an example, like I said, what, you too? If it was somebody I discovered they were in their shoes and it was somebody I thought that had some things familiar and common with me, it's like I would lean in and ask for 10 minutes of their time and I would go deep, probably... <laughs> 
probably very intense. I've had somebody, a dear friend, tell me, you can be intense, Carmen. And and I can be. I can be. And and I realized, so imagine if I can be intense all the time, what I was like then. I was I, I probably come across very desperate um, just because I was hungry for knowledge and just for somebody to affirm what I was thinking. But at the same time, and, and leaning into God, just like you, Robin, and realizing eyes were on you, right? To to but nobody's eyes more on us than our own. You right. know, what are we doing with our faith and wrestling it out? But just like you, Robin, as desperate as I was, I wanted nothing to do with the support group because there was something about it that didn't seem authentic to me. And I don't know where that comes from, um, but but I was right there. I was right there with you. Robin, um, how many times you said you've continued with the Grief Share? And, and we're going to talk. I'm going to share a little bit about how Grief Share works towards the end for our listeners. But how many times have you went through the Grief Share program? I think right now I am in my fourth. How often does your church offer it? Well, due to the COVID, we stopped. We weren't able to continue, but we we just kept it going. And mm-hmm. because of the people that were coming mm-hmm. um, that had already gone through it, we mm-hmm. had evolved into Grief Share offers other uh, resources, and we turned it into a Grief Share Bible study. But we always left it open that if there were new members that wanted to come in, sure. go back to the video series and Fantastic. things like that. That's good. That's good. Well, that's where I kind of want to take our um, take our conversation then. Um, just like you did for me, Robin, um, there, you know, your old news real quick, you know, because there's been a, there's always another death and another death. And I don't mean to make that cold. But it's just like you said, we're comforted. The Bible's clear. We're comforted so we can comfort. And there's that, there's always that new person that's coming into the family. Um, you know, and um, I remember another dear friend showing up at Keith's visitation and saying, Welcome to the club. It comes with a high admission price. And yep. and I thought, so, you know, so true, so true. But anyway, um, what I realized, and, and I'm a healthcare worker. But what I realized, Robin, is um, I'd, I'd been part of small groups and Bible studies and things like that. And now it was my time to to, to specifically intentionally walk us walk beside other women who were finding themselves in, in the shoes. Of, in my case, losing a husband, your case, too, um, could be a spouse, could be a child, you know, parent, whatever. But there was one in particular. And I remember thinking, Carmen, you're smarter than this. There are tools that can help with grief. You know, I was a hospice nurse back in the day, you know, and I'm like, you need to go learn now vocabulary and how to pour into somebody else and how to not just my story, but how to walk alongside and give them some practical things. Because if we don't, the pain is real because the grief is real. And the the human instinct is, especially in a broken, cursed world, is to go numb the pain. And after you numb the pain, you might have a whole list of other problems and consequences, but the pain hasn't gone anywhere. And um, so that led me, Robin, to a grief share group. And I, you know, and I found one, went online and found one. And ladies, if you're listening, I want you to know it's probably one of the best things I've ever done. So I'm here today to promote a resource to us, um, Grief Share. It's a, it's a turnkey ministry. Um, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about that in a minute. But here's what I want you to hear me say. It, it's it's for it's for somebody dealing with grief of a person. So not grief of losing a job or things like that, but grief of a person. But you would be surprised how somebody not walking through grief even years ago and dealing with it has led to a whole myriad of other problems in their in their life. 
But what I like about Grief Share, it, it goes there. It's very faith-based. I've never seen anything offer the gospel so polished and non-threatening that a non-believer could come in the room. And we all know, if you were with us at Priority, Dr. Jeff Borge says what? A death. Death is probably the number one thing that has people asking spiritual questions to lean in. And the other thing I think, Robin, is, you know, we don't hide it when somebody dies. Um, I may not want you to know I'm an alcoholic, you know, but but I, it's, it's not really a secret if I've lost a spouse or lost a parent or lost or whatever. So it's a little bit easier to get them in the room. But the 13 week session, it's video driven. And I'm telling you, Robin, I loved it. I loved it. I was just so nicely surprised. Let me say that all in a good way. And the resources that they used for the ministry were all the books I'd been reading, you know, and I'm like, wow, I just didn't, I just didn't know. I just didn't know. Um, but here's what I want our audience to listen to. And Robin, I want you to speak to this a little bit, but um, they address all the hard stuff. So basically they're, they're, they're seeing the person that's sitting there but they give very, they'll share stories. They'll, you know, we'll hear from a counselor. So you're going to be able to hear that, like, you're not crazy. You're not losing it. Like we get it when somebody else who loves you dearly might want to get it, but they really don't get it. And you're thinking you're losing it. But the other thing, Robin, they give practical interventions. So they actually share tools and resources and practical things for you to do as you're as you're walking this grief journey. It's not just listening to your story. Tell us a little bit about your experience with some of the some of those resources and how you've been able to uh, um, how you received them and how you've been able to apply them to your life. Well, I, I will say if you don't start with grief share at the beginning, that's totally OK. But I also think God's timing is perfect. The very first session I went to was exactly what God needed me to hear. It's it's definitely biblically based, but I was really wrestling with why. Why did this happen? Why did God do this? Well, you find out that there wasn't anything I could do because you learn very simply that it's appointed unto man once to die. So therefore, there was nothing I could do to prevent what was going to happen because it was already predetermined. Mm -hmm. I needed to hear that because mm -hmm. I was feeling guilty. The, the emotions that you go through in the stages of grief, they address each and every single one of them. The videos are very helpful and they come from all different walks of life, whether it be a child or a parent or a spouse, they have different ways of dealing with grief and you have to find what works for you. And that's, I think, what really, really helped the most is you get to talk. After you've watched the videos, you talk as a group. We break up into smaller groups. Mm -hmm. We get to know one another, and we build a relationship with those people. And, like, I'm involved in two different grief groups, really, currently. And we get together outside of grief. So the relationships that you build, it just puts you in a whole new a whole new world. But the daily Bible studies were very, very helpful. And the one thing I'll tell you, especially having gone through it four times, what they tell you is if you go through it a second time, you're going to hear something that you didn't hear the first time. Mm -hmm. And my book has more notes in it than unimaginable. And sometimes <laughs> even, even on the fourth time, there's something I didn't hear, but I needed to hear at that particular mm -hmm. moment. I can imagine. 
So Grief Share, ladies, if you're listening, Grief Share is a product of a larger umbrella ministry called Church Initiative. A lot of you guys have probably heard about it. Basically, you you get the leader's kit and it's a turnkey ministry. So it deals specifically with grief from loss of a person, loss of a person. Um, it's got wonderful leader training. And like I said, it's a great resource, tangible resource. But let me tell you why it's caught my attention. Yes, it helped me personally. But here's what really, never ever have I seen anything that is so given to me in a package quality and ready to go. And it promotes like what you just heard Robin say, small groups, relationship building. But to share the faith, to share the gospel so clear all throughout the program, and and it's the facilitator of the group, and this is why I'm interested in our churches hearing about this, and women, especially us, I think the women can do something wonderful with this because we're such nurturers, but can I tell you the statistics show that there's more women that have experienced the loss than men, all right? And so just we, and, and think of a lot of what we see, depression, anxiety, and now bring on COVID, the people that have lost people this past year and not been able to sit by bedsides. And so there's another whole layer, but grief is huge. It's huge. And that's why I want to make sure that we're aware of this resource. And okay, and here's some statistics I want you guys to listen to. All right. All I could think about was, oh my goodness, this is so evangelistic. This is so evangelistic. And we could do this better if we could facilitate this. And I think ladies, if you're listening, our chaplains, I think of our rich chaplaincy network out there. 80 to 90 percent. We did a we did a church helps webinar and I invited um, one of the um, grief share coaches, Joseph Northcutt, in last week. And so we're going to put the link to that church helps webinar that you can listen to a few more details on this. It'll be a it'll be a link to our to our episode here. But 80 to 90 percent of people coming to a grief share group are not churched. 80 to 90 percent of people coming to a grief share group are not churched. 50% of those people don't have a relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And when I put all that together, what Blackaby says, where God's working, Dr. Ward says, death's the number one thing. People are asking spiritual questions. And I'm thinking with COVID, you know, everything that's experienced, I'm like, wow. And to have experienced this myself, Robin, and to mm-hmm. think how easy it is for somebody to do quality, you know, to do it quality. Oh, my goodness. What a need. What a, what a need. But what an opportunity for evangelistic outreach for our churches also. Speak to that, Robin. Would you, Do you see that? And you've been through you know so many times with your church does your church see that they do but the COVID has set us back but I will tell you I'm attending at another church and we currently have probably about 30 members that come and it was such an overwhelming feeling to watch somebody accept Christ praise God amen so now when we are in discussion, she'll say, well, I don't I don't know all this God stuff like you do. And we're like, but it doesn't matter because it's a daily walk. And and to have somebody accept Christ and and you're right, probably 80 to 90 percent of them are not believers. And part of the reason I still do grief share is because I think I can help. Not sure that I necessarily am emotionally prepared to be a permanent facilitator. But I am seasoned enough as a Christian and as a a widow that I could share a little bit of light. I so agree with that. And like I said, when I was desperate and, you know, looking to build my own support group, but didn't want to go anywhere. 
there's something about, and, and if you, you know, guys, if you're listening and maybe you're part of Celebrate Recoveries, discipleship groups, you know what we're talking about. There's something about being part of that trusted small group where you can share. But I'm telling you, it's like C.S. Lewis, that quote I just said, you know, what? You too? I thought it was just me. There's something about that where you find somebody that's in similar shoes that you just go deep quick. There's just a, there's just a trust. And you know, what do we know about discipleship, Robin? It's we got to have that trusted relationship before they're going to trust us with the gospel, right? And we're watching where God's working. And friend, this is why I ask you to be with us today because um, I wanted this resource. I want our audience to be aware of Grief Share and know what this ministry is and and take a look at it. And um, um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell them a little bit about the actual tool. But Robin, what, if, if somebody's saying, man, I'm on the fence, I think I might like to try this out, but they're just not quite sure, what would you tell them? The, the person maybe that's never went, but they're experiencing a grief. Grab a friend, grab a friend, take them with, go for one time and you will just walk into a room filled with, it's it's just an unusual experience um, because you know everybody in there has gone through something that you have. Um. Okay, ladies, I want to give a commercial for Grief Share. Here's the way Grief Share works. It's a turnkey ministry. So you order the leader kit. The leader, they have got wonderful leader training. I'm a huge support to train the leaders and stay connected. Um, as you've heard Robin said, this is a 13-week program. And so you offer it for 13 weeks. Every week has a video. So a facilitator opens the group, and then they watch the video, and then they break into small groups and do their discussion questions. But, um, but again, video-driven. So you don't teach the content. You facilitate it, and they'll give the leaders the questions to ask and ideas how to set up your environment so the training's there. Somebody could can walk in at any time, whether it's week one, week 13, it doesn't matter. It'll be a fit for them. Somebody will meet them where they're at, and then they can turn around and help them get into another program if they choose to go through another cycle. If you have not experienced grief share, if you're not aware about it or aware of it, I'm begging you. I, I don't know that I've said this before. I'm begging you, will you take a look at the grief share program? When I heard, when I had my experience, ladies, and then heard the statistics, 80 to 90 percent, that, that was before COVID. And then you look at how with this pandemic, nobody's not experienced grief. And I think the layers of that is going to be so much greater. And it's not just new loss. These can be people that's had a loss five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, because you realize some of them's never walked through the grief. Um, it will also teach the plain old church member, if that's what I said to my church family, how to help somebody walk through grief. I will say the number one thing too, when we talked about, if you can't get into a group, if you go to griefshare.org, let's say you're, you're just wanting to see what it's all about. Mm -hmm. You can sign up to get a daily email that will come for 365 days. And I'm telling you, God will work through that devotion and it'll just, yeah. it'll open up doors and then that might entice you to actually step out and go to a group. That's a good, that's a good word. That's true. It's a wonderful ministry and a wonderful support ministry. All right, we're going to wind down ladies, but like I said, look for the links in our episode notes today. So you'll get a link to griefshare.org. That's where like what where you just heard Robin, you can sign up for the daily emails. You can watch some good little video clips, testimonials, things like that. There's some other resources out there that griefshare offers is like honor amps to a grief group. One's called surviving 
surviving the holidays. And if you listen to our webinar, that's what I was spotlighting in our webinar last week. Um, so you can see that. Ladies, this is where I'm going to give you a personal invite, though. OK, you know how to reach me. If you would like to watch the DVD for Surviving the Holidays, actually watch it, send me an email and I'll schedule us some sort of an online connection and share that with us. We've got the, you know, we've got the authority to do that, you know, through Grief Share so that you can see that tool. Hear me say this. I'm also going to facilitate a grief share, the 13 week program starting in January. And, you know, we'll start that through. So if somebody thinks, man, I just like to come and check it out and see what it's about. Get a hold of me, get a hold of me and we'll we'll make that connection and help, you know, and help connect you with that. Um, Robin, I want you and the other ladies to know I did purchase the leaders kits for grief share and for surviving the holidays. And they're in our lending library now, you know, for for IBSA. Um, so those are available for people to take a look at. Now, if, if nobody's requesting it, somebody wants to use it for the 13 weeks. I think what we can do as long as nobody's watching it at the same time, a lot of associations may want to do this as an association, which is good. And we'll talk about that. You know, if you go back and listen to that webinar, I, I kind of looked at that a little bit. I will help get you connected with it so that you can check out the program and get the resource. That's what I want you to hear me say, because it's that good. I don't know that I, short of the gospel, I don't know that I've endorsed a resource as much as grief share, especially to be the skeptic person coming in, um, because I don't think I could be any more pleased with, with, and what you said, Robin, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to facilitate this. To, I'm praying to see who God brings in because I'm expecting salvation. And can I tell you, if you're listening, I don't know how people walk this journey without God. And so to be able, like what you said, Robin, to, to sit there and picture somebody coming to Christ, oh friend, I'm hoping I get to experience it. So Robin, thank you for being with us. Thank you for sharing your story. Very well too. All right, ladies, if you're listening, remember, we're not meant to do this journey alone. This is an example how we use our lives to spur on somebody else's life. And, and we want to put resources in your hands or listen to you. What is God doing in your life? And what do you need? And how, how can we help connect you with somebody who may be able to have that? So if you're not connected with us, make sure that you're following us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women, or you can find us on Instagram at, at Illinois Baptist Women. Women, or you can find everything we're talking about on our website at ibsa.org backslash women. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we'll see you next week on the Priority Now podcast. Thank you for listening to the Priority Now podcast. Please continue to join us on the journey to know Christ and make Him known.